I admit to being freaked out about podcasting until I discovered Anchor. First off, it's free. It has creation tools that allow me to record and edit podcasts. Most importantly to me, it distributed my podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of others. Yeah, it also allows me the opportunity to make money on my podcast, which is a win. But most important overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge win. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. to give you our ideas, our thoughts. Um, a lot of stuff has already come up over the last couple of weeks, uh, but we're going to try to ask some real specific pointed questions uh, about the bubble. And um, let's see, you know, what what uh, what you think. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, I will be joined by Gianni, a writer for LA Peach Basket. Um, for those of you that don't know, we are a website dedicated to covering the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles uh, Lakers, the two best basketball teams in the association, at least before uh, the season stopped. Um, you know, we've had a lot of conversations uh, about, you know, what teams are going to be like when they get back. What's it going to look like? Um, are the Clippers and the Lakers still the Clippers and the Lakers? Um, we won't know. We don't know. I have no clue. There's a lot of reasons to think that they won't be the players or the teams that we remember. Um, but, you know, there's some reasons to think they might be. Um, we've been talking about that specifically over the last couple of weeks. Um, today, as I mentioned, we're going to focus just on the NBA bubble. Um, yeah, interestingly, uh, we're really going to talk about this, but I'm going to kill a little bit of time waiting for Gianni to join me. Um you know, the bubble is apparently the way um, uh, Fauci, uh, Dr. Fauci has said it should be, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's neat as an NBA fan to know that uh, the NBA is setting the standard for what the NFL should be following or uh, Major League Baseball, although it doesn't look like their season going to start anytime soon. So it's kind of encouraging. Um, but the more I unwrap, you know, the bubble, the more I take a look at the rules, the more I take a look at um, uh, kind of the process about it, um, uh, the less excited I am for it. I, I you know, I, I, I got to be honest. Um, I want basketball back as much as anybody, but uh, I want it back the way I remember it, you know, with fans and with high fives and uh, with bedlam uh, when somebody takes and makes the last shot we're not going to have a lot of that. Um, and I'm just not sure what it's going to look like. Do y'all remember uh, when this whole pandemic started and we all got shut down? The NBA, I think it was the NBA, maybe it was Turner, I don't remember, but they wanted to do a, a horse tournament. 
Um, and it sounded cool. It sounded like a neat idea. You know, we all play horse. We could all kind of relate. Um, but, you know, when that idea turned into, uh, you know, when it was executed, it just kind of, it fell, fell hard. It just wasn't fun to watch. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't basketball. You know, these guys were clanking shots. It just, you know, I, I felt like I could have at least competed, you know, uh, with some of those NBA players at horse. Um, and I'm afraid, I think the worst case scenario, well, obviously a lot of worse things could happen, but one of the worst case scenarios about this, uh, NBA bubble is that it's just not fun to watch. And, um, that's going to be rough, you know, cause here we are, you know, all of us NBA fans, there's 13 of you watching. Thank you. I imagine you're here because you're a fan of the NBA and you want to watch basketball, but I'm just not convinced that it's going to be the same level of basketball that we're used to. Um, well, we're already about five minutes into this. I, I don't like these things to go too, too long. Um, so hopefully Gianni will join me, but I'm going to go ahead and jump right into, uh, the topic of conversation. Um, and I'll give you my thoughts. Hopefully Gianni will join and give us his, um, first thing I wanted to share is every one of the 22 teams that have been invited to Orlando have been given a document. It's a hundred plus pages long, full of rules and regulations and policy and processes and things you've got to do and things you can't do. Um, it's pretty daunting. Um, I want to highlight just a couple of them. I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but there um, are a lot of rules. Uh, you can't play uh, doubles ping pong. Uh, you can't spit or uh, you know clear your nose, which is actually the wording uh, in the document uh, during the game, uh, which is a really weird way to say it. Um, Johnny just joined. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, See if I can't yep, invite him to join me now. Um, thank you again for all of you that are watching. Um, so anyway, we got a lot of rules. And it really begs the question, you know, is every one of them going to follow them? But now, the NBA obviously had this in mind, too, you know, because there are a ton of rules. I didn't even go through you know, half of them. It's a 100-plus page document. Um, but somebody's going to break a rule. Somebody's going to leave campus. Somebody's going to come back. Now, you're allowed to. Um, you're allowed to leave the bubble. You're allowed to come back. But then you're in a 10-day quarantine, and you've got to test positive, pardon me, negative twice before you're allowed to come back. So there is a, a big reason, uh, a lot of motivation to not break these rules. Gianni, welcome. How are you? Good. How you doing? Right on. I'm good. Uh, we're we're just, just getting started. Um what we were talking about is the rules, uh, and I, I didn't rattle off a whole list of them because I don't want to bore anybody to that. But we know that there are a lot of rules, and the rules are there to keep the players safe, which, you know, a lot of respect for that. And, again, I mentioned Dr. Fauci said this is the way we should do it. So that that's great. But the NBA understands that people are going to break these rules. Mm -hmm. So they set up an anonymous hotline. Uh, now I'm calling it the snitch line. A lot of other people, I'm not, call, I'm not the one calling it that. A lot of people calling it that. Uh, but that's kind of what it is. And first question I want to ask you, and I just kind of want to kick this around because a lot of people make fun of it. A lot of people call that who the first person who's going to, who, who the first player is, is going to take advantage of that by snitching on a player, on an opponent. So I got to ask you, is, is that okay? Uh, I understand why the NBA set that up. 
Uh, I get it. There's a lot riding on this that you got to keep the players safe, but a snitch hotline. I mean, do you have a problem with that? And do you think it's possible it's going to get abused? I mean, in the general sense, I don't condone uh, snitching, but right. I mean, if it's going to keep the league afloat, if we're, if by telling people, keeping it, <clears throat> calling somebody out, it's going to keep the league going because there's going to be that person's going to leave the court and we're going to be able to play more games. And I'm kind of for it because I'm getting less and less excited about right. the, the rules and everything, because I, I can see it getting canceled quick as more positive tests come in. So if that right. can kind of, if that can kind of curb the positive tests, then I'm kind of for it in this case. And okay. for the player that's going to, that's going to abuse it. It's Chris Paul. We all know it's Chris Paul. Right. <laughs> that's the first and only, no, I, I shouldn't say only, but that's the first thing that came up and it came up over and over again. Chris Paul is known to take every advantage afforded to him. Uh, that's what he does. Uh, he talks the right amount of trash. He'll give you the right amount of elbow. Uh, he'll do just the right amount of things to, uh, you know, uh, to fly under the radar to get advantage. Uh, and that's what, that's what uh, vets do. And, and Chris Paul is a veteran. Uh, but man, I, I don't know, man. Should this happen, and he does that, uh, can you imagine the fallout? Uh, I just think it's, you know, it's a slippery slope. You know, I don't know, but but I'm with you. I agree. At the end of the day, it's positive. We want to keep the players safe, uh, and we want to keep the games going. So uh, it's going to happen. It is what it is. Um, the other thing, it's not a rule, but it's a process. It's a decision the NBA made. There's 22 teams coming. The top eight teams based on record are staying at the nicest hotel. Um, and that was done essentially to give them, you know, an advantage. Um, you know, they, they, they play great. These are the top eight teams record-wise. You get the luxury hotel. Uh, now, the other teams aren't staying in dumps. They're not staying at Motel 6s or anything. Uh, they're staying in nice places, but it's not as nice, right, as with the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Heat get. So I got to ask you, um, I, I know you play ball. I know you, you're at the Y. I know you're competitive. I am all of those things as well. And when I go up against somebody and I know that they're staying at that luxury suite. And, and again, I'm not at the Motel 6. I'm in a nice place, but it's not as nice as they got. That motivates me. That upsets me. Do you see, and this is what I think, a player like uh, Damian Lillard. We've talked a lot about Dame and, and, and the Portland Trailblazers. They are in the lower tier. They're, they're stay, oh, I didn't have, I don't have the name of the, the place that they're staying at, but they're staying at kind of the least new hotel is that going to motivate dame oh uh, yeah i mean i think they're always going to look for especially dame underdog you know small school guy he's always looking for a way to you know to, to have a chip on his shoulder oh, kind of like that right. jordan thing always looking for a way to motivate himself so that's just going to be another thing he's going to use to to get motivated i'm sure players like that but i mean the nba has to do it they have to try to to do home court in some way right so this is like the this is the yeah. equivalent of home hotel advantage you know you, you get the you get the nicer hotel I mean it's it's still an advantage for the teams who don't have to go and play on the road at Staples and stuff right. to stay to stay at a you know at a hotel that's a little less luxury you know I think I think that they'll take that trade-off for not having to go you know, yeah to, to go play at a travel and play at a, a road stadium absolutely all right let me ask you something because I don't know if this is going to happen but 
again, I'm putting on my Dame Lillard hat now, and I'm thinking like he he's thinking it would absolutely absolutely be a chip on my shoulder, and when I shoot that three, you know, to to beat whatever team I beat, I'm not waving bye bye. I'm saying I want your hotel now because <laughs> I beat you. I mean, does that make sense? If the yeah, Blazers. Right, if the Blazers, let's say they they take the A spot and they beat the Lakers, which I don't see happening, but it's possible. Don't the don't the Blazers then move into the nice hotel? Oh, that's actually a good point. Right, if if a high seed gets eliminated, does that does it see who beat them? Can they take over the Can they take over their rooms? That's that's that'd be interesting. That'd be a Absolutely. little extra, a little extra on the line to play for, you know. Can you imagine? Forget the money. Forget the lob. I want the nice. I want the suite. I want the nice hotel. Uh, I, I think yeah, there's so many funky things about this, and, and that's one of them. So I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's it's absolutely going to be a motivator. I don't think it'll be a big motivator, but it, it'll absolutely add, you know, uh, a chip on players' shoulders like Dame and others. Um, all right. Next question is something that I read on on Twitter. Um, a um, a uh, former coach put out this uh, thought and it, 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 it never dawned on me. I, I want to read it to you. He said, you get a large number of grown men that are frustrated and don't want to be in a certain place. And they're stuck there for a minimum of seven weeks. I promise you things. He didn't say things are going to happen and it won't be a good luck. I never thought of that. Right. We've all been sequestered now with our family for months and things have happened. <laughs> You know, you get frustrated with people when you're around at the same time. And not only are you around them, but there's rules, there's regulations, you know, that you can play golf, but you can't play with a caddy. You know, we talked about no ping pong. We talked about you can't leave the bubble. Uh, there's rules, man. And, and it's going to be frustrating and kind of claustrophobic, I think. Um, and these are, you know, uh, two, 22 teams, 17 players. That's 374 people players only plus coaches plus staff and they're all going to be sequestered essentially is that vision uh, i don't know man fights drama uh would I, I can't help but think that would be a great reality tv show just putting cameras in the hallways of these locker rooms and on these golf courses just to see what these guys are like uh I, there's potential for an explosion i mean do you see it happening or do you just think that's overblown uh, I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, I'm I'm all for you know more behind the scenes, like a hard knocks totally. edition for, and this this would be an interesting circumstance, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the ultimate experiment in a lot of different a lot of different ways, right? To see how these guys handle it. Being, I mean, we've all been kind of we've all been locked down, so this is kind of just an extension of that, right. you know. For some of these people, it might be a welcome relief to get away from the people yeah. they've been quarantining with for a while but then you're just quarantining with the new set Again. of people with with the new set of problems you know right but uh i think i think it's an advantage for for dudes who do, like who just like to stay in and like play video games and stuff it'll yeah. and for, for the dudes who like to, to go out and, and do more stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be a little harder but if you're like a dude who, who likes to just go and play like 2k and just chill chill at home this is like right it, it should it'd be easier transition you know dude it's heaven i mean for that guy it's heaven uh, you you get to chill, you get to play 2K, you call for room service. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Exactly. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I think it's really more the extroverted guy. You know, the guys that got to be around people, they got to talk. You know, because you, you're right. I mean, in one sense, you, you you're out of this sequestered area, you're in another. 
this was a different people, different environment. So that's a win. But after seven weeks time, man, you know, it's, mm. it, it's going to be rough. I, I don't envision, you know, any kind of drama, at least that drama that you and I are going to know about, but is stuff going to happen that we don't know about? Yeah, probably. You yeah, probably. And I, yeah, and I mean, these guys are used to, you know, during the season, they travel together. You, they, they're used to being in the locker rooms together, you know, so this isn't a huge step from that. Right. But I mean, there will be the the stuff that comes with being together for a longer period of time kind of stuck in that that you will see. But yeah, I mean, the reality show, the NBA, you're right, the NBA missed out there on a Absolutely. Uh, you on, know, on the- it could still happen. I, this is the kind of thing that I think TNT or, or ESPN should jump on, you know? Uh, man, I'd pay a little bit extra to see behind the scenes stuff, uh, sure. you know, after the game, follow them into the tunnel. And then, you, you know, one of the things that I, I read, I wasn't going to talk about this, but there are no showers in any of the arenas. So the players are going to play and then they're going to, you know, go to the locker room, I guess, you know, talk about the game. And then after that, in their jerseys, you know, full uniform, I assume, mm-hmm. they're going to have to walk to the hotel and shower there. Just having somebody follow them there. What are they talking about? You know, on that process mm-hmm. as they encounter each other and bump into each other. That'd be fascinating. That'd be a lot of fun. And you're right. I think the NBA missed a shot, but hopefully ESPN or TNT uh, fills that gap and and hopefully give us the commission that we deserve for coming up with the idea. Yeah, for sure. The last question I had is is one that I honestly feel uncomfortable even bringing up. Uh, you and I have talked about this a little bit. Uh, I think it's been a couple of weeks now since since you and I have, have done one of these. But um, this goes back to something Lou Williams said. Uh, Clippers six man. Um, and again, I, I want to read it verbatim because I don't want to get it wrong. He recently said uh, he wasn't sure if he was going to play essentially. And this is why he said, because it looks like we don't care if we do suit up and we're having conversations behind closed doors about not playing. He's saying players are talking about just not playing. The NBA has already said he w- they will not penalize players. They're going to get their full salary they choose not to play, they cannot play. That's fine, uh, which is great, I think, of the NBA. Lou Williams goes on to say, how much of this platform can we really use? Can we get Black Lives Matter patch on our jersey? Can our jersey say Black Lives Matter? Can the court say Black Lives Matter? So we can use that platform to the best of our abilities. Honestly, it's hard to call. I'm 50-50, to be honest with you. So, you know, Clipper fans right there freaked out. Uh, and understandably so. Uh, the Clippers without Lou Williams, you know, they're not the Clippers. Uh, Dwight Howard has talked about not playing. Dwight Howard without the Lakers aren't the Lakers. And and, and I do think we're going to see at least a percentage of players are going to choose not to play. And so my question for you, and, and you know, I ask it, you know, understanding <clears throat> that you and I probably aren't the right guys, you know, to even comment on this. But as fans, we want to see them play. But should this even be happening? Uh, Lou Williams went on to say, if more black kids or black adults or any adults that are dealing with police brutality are getting killed and we're still outraged, I don't know if it's in our best interest to suit up. You had mentioned a couple weeks ago that they could use this as a platform. Lou Williams said the same thing. So I I love that, you know, he's aligned with you. And you brought that up to me a couple weeks ago. Again, 100% unfair question. But just as a fan, I know we want to see the game, but should this even be happening? And if it does, you know, 
certainly the NBA, well, let me ask an informal question. Should the NBA allow the players to make, to, to, to make a stand, however they, they see fit to do that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, 100%. So going back to what I said earlier, I mean, if any player doesn't want to play for whatever reason, like a health reason, or especially because right. there's because of social issues and they feel that, that them playing takes away from them using their platform or them out in the streets protesting or whatever, like that's, that's their prerogative and they should not be, not be forced to play and they should be able to, to do what they feel is best, right? But like we, like I said, you can, you, you, this can also be used as a platform. I think they should definitely be able to say Black Lives Matter on their jersey. Black Lives Matter on the court. Like it's it's important for the NBA to let players speak their mind in a predominantly black league, like with strong yeah. voices to be able to use their platform. But I also think that it's possible to play NBA games and still have the the, the protests and the social issues on your mind. You know, people are capable of knowing that there's injustice and fighting for injustice and also being able to, to tune away and watch a basketball game yeah. as well, you know. Yeah, Lou Williams also mentioned that, you know, when he talked about, you know, the good that it could do in terms of, you know, obviously using that platform to to spread the message. But he also said we could be a part of the healing, right? So he sees that, right? But he just doesn't want to distract from the message. So uh, what I think we'll end up seeing is a little bit of both, you know, and I think you nailed it, you know, on, the, uh, on this platform two weeks ago. Um we're going to see a smattering of players not show up and that's their prerogative. And I think it's great and and more power to them. Uh, I'm certainly on board with them not playing, but those that do, I think are going to make, take a stand and it'll be pretty, I think it'll be a unified stance. I don't think it'll be the Lakers doing something and the Clippers doing something kind of like along the lines of what the NBA did when, when Kobe passed, they took eight second violations. They took 24 second violations and every team did it. I think we'll see something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think it'll be, it'll be league wide. The NBA is going to not only allow it, but endorse it, encourage it. And so it'll be something, you know, that, that helps us heal. Um, but also kind of reminds us always, every game we watch, we'll be reminded, you know, the things aren't the same. And mm-hmm. I think it has to be that way. I think it should be that way. Um, and again, man, I'll give you full credit because you, you, you brought that up. I had never even considered, you know, that possibility. It's something that you said and, um, obviously Lou Williams heard you. So <laughs> I think that, that's a win, man, for you. Mm-hmm. That that's everything we, you know, we, we could go and, and, and talk about the hundred pages and, and all the other rules. There's a ton of them. If you're a basketball fan, I encourage you to look at them. There are, are some honestly ridiculous rules that will <laughs> likely be broken. Um, yeah, I think the, 100%. right. I think the over under on Chris Paul using that call is probably three days, oh, give he, or take. He, he, He's got it on speed dial already. He's, he's already got. He's already got it in his phone. He's ready to go. Right. I think that'd be that'd be fun, and it'd be interesting to see if that's a bet you could place in in <laughs> Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. All right. Lots to talk about. Uh, we're about six weeks away now. Probably five, give or take. Uh, we're going to do this every Saturday up until uh, the playoffs start. Uh, thanks to Gianni for for joining me. We're at like Peach Basket. We cover the Lakers. We cover the Clippers. And um, thank you to all of you that joined. Uh, again, I'm still getting the hang of this thing, man. I'd love to call you out by name when I see you pop in, but I, I don't see everybody popping in. I just see the total. Uh, I, I'll figure this out over time. But I know a lot of you were, were, were joined and a lot of you are still on with us. And thank you to each of you. Um, hopefully, as we get more accustomed to the platform, we'll bring more of you in. We'll ask, you know, we want to hear your questions and we want to take them. These are our thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. 
Uh, we're LA Peach Basket. We're the voice of the fan, and uh, it's important for us to hear from you. Uh, so that's everything. Thanks, Gianni. Uh, we'll talk again uh, next week. Right on, Jose. Take it easy. All right, y'all.